What is up, Intuitive Sheepdogs? Welcome to another podcast episode of the Intuitive Sheepdog Podcast with your host, me, Autumn Schmidt. As always, I'm so excited to be here with you and in your ears for another exciting podcast episode. Now, this episode is going to be unlike any other episode I've ever put on here in the over 100 episodes I've released. This episode is actually me coaching in real life a police officer. She's a client of mine. And has agreed that I can share this. Obviously, I've edited it. So if it's a little choppy, you can understand because I'm not going to, you know, dish out some sensitive information. But in this uh, episode and in this session, we discussed um, she is dating a male officer. And what I thought was really cool and very interesting and what I thought you could get out of this was even though we date officers and we are officers, it is still very difficult for us to understand one another. Being a police officer is unlike any other job out there. And I think that it is important for you to hear, you know, what she's going through. Not only are you going to listen to me as a coach, maybe you can understand, you can begin to understand what coaching is. It's really kind of, you know, I just kind of point out different things, ask the hard questions, ask the questions nobody's going to ask you to, you know, answer, have you look at things that nobody else is going to have you answer. Um, and I'm going to help you to change your perspective. As always, I believe that if you can change your perspective, you're going to change your life. And so this is a really unique opportunity for you to kind of come behind the scenes with me here, um, from an officer, and listen to like what she's doing, what she has to say. Um, and, and so you can kind of gain that perspective. I hope that, uh, you're going to love this as much as I do. I want you to pay attention because, uh, if you do enjoy this podcast, I want you to go to the end and I want you to listen because I have an announcement, a very important announcement, but I'm only going to give it to you at the end of this podcast. Cause I want you to hear what coaching really is. Hope you enjoy he kind of went through some weird things too and I yeah he got to deal with the guy that blew his own head off that you know so he's got some shit going on huh yeah and he where he works is the ghetto it's it's bad Mm. like he told me one time he was at a homicide where a female was literally like burnt on a grill what the fuck yeah i mean he's like what he does tell me i know like it's a lot for him to tell me about so mm-hmm. like he's he's getting better but it got it he needs yeah. to find a new pd man because if not it's not going to be good for him and this is yeah. see this is the shit this is this yeah you're telling me that's that's like the magic formula you know yeah it's coming from him from each side, you know? So yeah. he literally has no reprieve. So I know, you, I know you're not cool like with the alcohol thing, but honestly, that's probably the only way he knows how to cope right now. Yeah, and that's what I told him. That's why I'm like, I wasn't trying to attack him. He just took it as that. I'm like, yeah, okay. You need to. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. I know. Okay. And I'm not trying to be a bitch. Yeah. I don't want you to take that as me being a bitch. I just, I'm, I'm going to just be honest with you and just tell you that like, you know, yeah, I've been with, you know, I've been with my husband for a long time and I'm going to tell you being with a cop is really hard. 
even if we even if you are one i think even if you are one make everyone thinks it makes it easier but i don't know i don't know if it makes it easier and and it's hard and it's fucking hard and i don't know i don't i feel bad for the things that you're telling me but he, he the thing is ultimately he's gonna need to make changes he himself does that make sense like he's he yeah to make these changes because i don't want to see like i don't want to see you get dragged down into that bullshit Yeah, that makes sense to me. It's I, I think about it all the time. But he, the biggest issue for me right now is he. So he's ten years older, mm-hmm. and he always drops that on me. Like I don't know what I'm talking about. Mm. And I was like, okay, that's your opinion, but <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so. <laughs> then let me ask you this what the fuck are you doing i don't know you don't know so why are you hanging out with him i'm kind of stupid i don't know you're not stupid stop judging yourself what's the truth though okay. like get, get, like what's the emotion like what why like just like what i mean obviously you like this guy but yeah you know but let's like let's just be real like what about like i mean if he's talking like i'm just being honest with you because i want the best for you right and i want you to but i want you to think about this too like think about it from if i just told you all these things and i'm not even sure we're we're not positive like where we're at right like romantically and he, he he tells you all the time that you don't know what you're talking about oh but he really has it together you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, you really got your shit together, but I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And so I'm assuming that has he talked shit about where you work? No, he has not. Does he talk shit that you're in like a small PD? No, he do- he really doesn't. Good. Yeah. He's like, I don't think I could work where you work because he rides with a person, you know? Mm-hmm. There's always cops flooding everything that he goes to. I go to things alone all the time. Mm-hmm. He's like, I couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. And I've put him in his place about a few things where he tried telling me he knew something better. And then I literally showed him the state statute. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, okay, well, I don't do that. I'm like, then why are you freaking like trying to talk to me about something that I do every day and you've never seen? <laughs> right. Right. So he's kind of, he's backed off the ego a little bit, but I think it's mostly when, when I get really close to a sensitive, like when I strike a nerve that he pulls out the, well, I'm older than you, so I have different life experiences and this is why I do this. And that was mostly the drinking thing. That's what he was, that was his reason. So. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Well, I, I thought we were supposed to learn from like people before us, and just because somebody else did it doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. But yeah, it's not like that for a lot of people, and that's and like it's, the thing about it is, it really is the culture, though. Like it really, really is the culture to do that stupid shit. It is, and and so it's really kind of going against the grain. And when you're when you're struggle bussing, you know what I mean. 
And, yeah. that, and that's why, like, I'm glad that you have the group. I mean, it sounds like he would need something like that, something a little, a lot of positive reinforcement, you know, but it sounds like he's not even, he wouldn't even be in the realm of being like, yeah, I need that. That'd be cool. You know? Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean, just, yeah, I don't know. But just be thinking about that because like, that's got to be weighing on you. I mean, you've got to think about that. I mean, if you're romantically involved and you actually like somebody, I mean, yeah. is he only person that you're talking to yeah i i just i i don't know i caught feelings for him so now i'm just like i caught feelings for him yeah <laughs> you did it was like in the air and then like you just like caught it yeah it just hit me in the face i was oh. i was just walking along one day <laughs> you caught yeah. it like you caught catch a cold huh <laughs> yeah okay so you caught feelings know. for him. I just, I just like him and I care about him. So, but I have this thing where I like, I guess I fall for people's potential more than what they are. Okay. So, so can we back up for a minute? <clears throat> yeah. Do you mind that we're on the subject? What? Do you mind that we're on the subject? No, this is probably my biggest like negative in my life. So <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gathering. Okay. So let me ask you this. What do you see for your future? Just pretend that he's not there. Like, what What do you see and, like, what do you want for your future? You want to get married? Yeah. You want to have kids? Yeah. Do you want to, like, do you know where you want to settle down? But I don't know. Let's back up because I want to, I want, uh, and I go, <clears throat> it's easy for us to just kind of, give surface level, right? But like, right. I want you to just kind of think about this for a minute. And, and listen, I'm not going to steer you in one direction or not. Like you, you need to follow your gut. You know, I'm really huge on that, but I want, I just want to give you, I just want to give you some perspective. So the question becomes less about him, all about you. And the question becomes what, what, do you, what are the thoughts that you're telling yourself? Like, what are you doing? Are you telling yourself that you're, you can't find anybody else or that he's like the perfect fit, that he's like your soulmate, like um, that you absolutely are so in love with him, that there's nobody, nobody else that even like, you, you couldn't even imagine your life without him. Like are those, are the thoughts that you're having or like, tell me about the thoughts that you're having. Um, The thoughts that I have are, I've, so because I'm like, well, if we're not in a relationship, I, tr I do try to meet other people, and like, because my aunt, the one who's married to my uncle, is like, just keep yourself open, mm -hmm. and so I have, and I go on dates, and I feel like it just like isn't the same. I'm like, I don't feel. Do you want like, to know why? Why? Well, it's because it's you got to think about energy, right? So everything's energy. Your energy, everything is energy. Okay, okay. your energy is more than fifty percent given to him, and so you just have to get real with that. Okay, I I think the biggest thing that I could do to help you today is to help you see the fact like we just need to get real with some things. That's all. And like, I hope I'm not offending you, and I'm totally not trying to offend you. I just want you to see things. And sometimes it's easier when somebody who's taken a step back and has an objective look because I don't even know this guy. You know what I'm saying? I can just point yeah. some things out to you. And and the thing is, is that I've been in your shoes. <clears throat> but when I was holding on to somebody, it didn't matter 
for me, it was this, it was my high school sweetheart. We had this like on again, off again relationship. We were together for three and a half years. We were going to get married. And then the guy, I sent him down to um, Georgia and he became to take this like accelerated three month lineman course. Cause I knew that I wanted, like he wasn't very smart in school and he wasn't going to go to college. And so he was either going to make $10 an hour on a farm or he was going to do something like this and make a fuck ton of money. And I was like, so I got him all prepared and he went and did this thing. Well, while he was down there, he was cheating on me for the whole entire three months and completely ripped my heart out, broke me, like literally broke me. And we ended up breaking up. But like, you can ask anyone who knows me, like it took me a good solid, like (laughs) three years of trying to date everybody I could. (laughs) And then, but it didn't matter because like he would, when he would call me, I would drop everything and I would, I would talk to him and we'd hang out and we'd bang and blah, blah, you know, and because I loved him. Like I thought that I loved him, you know, and and I think that I did. I mean, and then that's fine. But the thing is, is like I dated a lot of really cool guys in between him, but like they, I couldn't give them the time of day because my energy wasn't with, it wasn't with them. It was with him. Does that make sense? So maybe like, maybe what's going on and you can correct me if I'm wrong or if like you don't have these feelings but like sometimes like when you're with him or when you're dating somebody else or you go out with somebody else you compare them to him you're like oh well you know yeah yeah, and, yeah me too it got so bad that for me let me just tell you if a guy couldn't change his own oil I was like you're disgusting to me because like my because the guy that I was with he was like a farmer guy and like he did it all well I was dating this game warden I went on a date with a game warden I mean really squared away nice guy and I'm like do you know how to change your own oil and he's like no I just bring it to a garage I'm like this can't work and I'm like drop (laughs) drop me off and he's like are you fucking kidding with me I'm like no and all it was was I just wasn't I wasn't able to let go of that energy okay and so it's normal, but I just want you to be more aware of it than not. Okay. Cause what happens is we make these stories up in our heads. And I believe that you have a story in your head that there's nobody else for me. Like, like I don't feel like this about anybody. He's the only one I feel like this about. He's the only one that maybe gets me or whatever. Do you have those kind of going on in your head? Yeah. Right. Um, so exactly. So when you have those stories going on in your head, what does that allow you to do? What kind, who, who can come in? Like nobody can come in. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. About I, that? I do. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I'm, again, I'm not, I mean, if this is the, if he's the one for you, then by all means, you know, but honestly, like if you guys have been chilling for a year and like, you don't even know if you're in a relationship, like, what does your gut say about that? Because you don't even have to answer that. Just, you can tell me that in a minute, but I just want to go back and I just want to ask you something. And again, I know I say things that can be super offensive. I'm not trying to offend you, but I want to ask you the hard questions. The hard question is, is like, do you feel not good enough? Like, do you feel like he's like one of the best people that have ever given you attention or given you the time of day? You feel like there's nobody like in his, his arena of like, however you look at him, do you feel like he's like the like best you'll ever have? 
Um, it's kind of complicated, because uh, I had, so this is kind of going back, but when I was 18, I was, like, I fell super hard in love with this guy, and then he ended up passing away. Aww. So, after him, it was, like, dating, a dating train wreck, <laughs> and so I was, like, I was, like, you know, grabbing on anybody. Hmm. And it was unhealthy. So then I thought, I was like, so now I'm at Mark, and I'm like, okay, this is, you know, this is good. Like, mm-hmm. I finally feel something real, you know, so. I don't know, maybe that's it. Because it's the first time you felt something real, because it's the first time you allowed somebody else's, you fully allowed somebody else's energy to come in since, you know, your high school, would we call yeah. him your high school sweetheart? Yeah. So, <clears throat> What I think is going on is I think that you have a lot of trauma that you probably haven't like dealt with. Um, I'm not making you wrong. I'm just, if it were me, it'd be the same for me. It'd be for anybody, really. I'm not saying you haven't gone to a therapist. I'm not saying you haven't done the things. I'm just thinking that there's got to be some emotions in there that you have not faced. Otherwise, it wouldn't have taken this long for you to find a little emotion was for somebody. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does. So, so then the question becomes, okay, so like, how do I, you know, how do I move through these emotions? Well, there's a lot of different ways. A lot of it's talking about it. You seem like, you seem like you might be somebody who doesn't just spill the beans to everybody. Is that true? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so, you know, talking about it in a productive manner would be helpful for you. I think that doing some tapping um, would be helpful for you. I think specific journaling, um, helpful for you. I think that you uh, need to forgive yourself. Is there something that you haven't forgiven yourself on? And I think you need to forgive yourself. What's that about? Um. That's actually really creepy that you said that, but dude, I'm fucking told you I'm connected to the yeah. speak through me. Yeah. Um. So before the guy that I was in love with died, our last conversation was angry. Mm. So then I had to live with that, and I still like think about it. So that's why, like, every time I have an argument, <clears throat> I always have to fix it, like before he goes to work. And like, yeah, so I just, I have this problem. That's what it is. Yeah. So you have to forgive yourself. So you you got some work to do there, sister. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I want you to know that you're normal. He's just the bridge. He's just the person that you've been able to feel a little something for. And you probably feel something for him because you can relate to him. The reason you're trying to fix him, obviously, is because you need to fix yourself. That's that's the truth. And so you're running around trying to fix everyone else because in your mind, you're going to be able to try to fix you. You relate to this guy because he's been through a lot of traumatizing situations like yourself. And it makes you feel a little more put together. It makes you feel a little better if you can help him because in some, in some fucking way, you feel like that could be helping you. And it could be. as You know, and, and, and being a cop, man, like that... 
we all, the truth is, the truth is, is that cops become cops because we all go through some fucking traumatizing shit in our lives and we want to fucking make sure nobody else can go through that or we can help them. Like that, like that's the truth. So like bravo on you. Obviously I know like your uncle was a cop too. So I'm sure he had influence, but like bravo on you for trying, taking a situation that was very traumatic for you and being able to, you know, you, you obviously like in, have helped people in traumatic situations too. You know what I mean? So like, good for you for not deciding to become, you know, the Walmart greeter <laughs> and, yeah. and actually like, you know, doing something that's helping people. So I, th- I think that's really good. I think that yeah. you have some stuff, you know, and we all do. And you're not, I just don't, I don't want you to think that, like, you think I'm calling you out or you think I'm any of that. I'm just telling you, I'm just pointing out to you that you got some stuff. And once you start working on and clearing up this stuff, I think that your life is going to change. I think it's going to change in a big way and it's going to be easy. I just think that I, I just, I just think that you should probably start working on that emotional shit before you make a big jump of a PD. Um, that's your sheepdog mama advice. <laughs> yeah. Well, it makes complete sense to me. Yeah, how does all, how's that, all that feel? I'm sorry, because here's what happens is like when I get on coaching calls, the, before I coach, before I get on a call with somebody, I always ask the universe and the angels to speak through me and tell the person what they need to hear. And and so a lot of times what will happen is I'll get on a rant. And everyone's like, it, it, it appears to be a rant, but a lot of times it's like, I just can't stop talking because like I have like a lot of shit like that like your angels want me to tell you, you know, and it, and I'll, and so anyways, that's what happens anyways. But how, how does this, like, how does this make you feel? Everything that I said? Well, it makes me feel understood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. And that's, that's kind of like where I'm like, I feel like, okay, at my PD where I can just like, I'm, I'm learning the job and I'm comfortable here. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm trying to like get everything else set in my life before I start getting super, I don't know, before I just change everything again. And that's what, and that's what comes from within. Okay, honey. So a lot of times we think it's all on the outside, right? I'm going to, I'm going to work out and I'm going to get in shape and I'm going to get my degree and I'm going to, I'm going to get my resume perfect. And I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do all these things on the outside. This is where sheepdogs fuck up <clears throat> is when we don't handle what's going on on the inside, the outside, it, it, it's, it, it, um, it's temporary. It's all temporary fixes. When you start working on what's going on on the inside, then the outside starts becoming a permanent change. Okay. Because yeah. what we think about, we bring about, you know, you, you've learned a little bit about the power of your beliefs, right. And manifesting and, and, you know, what you believe if you know you see it, you gotta believe it to see it and, and just shit like that it's like what we attract like what we think about we bring about I mean this, it's like the easiest way for me to explain it so <clears throat> as you're as you are up leveling in your life and you're looking to make changes I just I want to you know bring back to your attention that it's very important for you to do the inner work 
Intuitive Sheepdog. I hope you enjoyed that podcast episode. It's very unique, very different. Um, I'd love to hear your perspective. I'd love to hear what you learned. Maybe you saw yourself and my client. Maybe you enjoyed the questions that I asked. If you want more of this, but you're like still kind of dipping your toes in the water, uh, I'd like to invite you on March 11th. I'm going to be hosting a workshop. This is going to be a sheepdog coaching workshop. You are going to literally get on um, a call with me and you are going to be able to ask me questions and I'm going to be teaching a little bit about what spirituality, what mindset is, how it can help you, what coaching is. And I'm going to be doing channeling with angels. I'm going to be answering your questions. It's literally going to be a live coaching call. It's going to be a group call, um, but you can definitely do it anonymously. Nobody has to know who you are. It's a call-in thing. You get the recording forever. Um, And it's in a really good way for one to come and get a mindset shift right then and there. Um, get your perspective change. Um, ask questions if you need a, if you need a if you need anything a perspective change. You need a kick in the ass. You are really feeling down in the dumps. If whatever you need, this is going to be um, a very affordable way for you to come get live coaching with me. Experience the transformations. Keep the recording and be around people who are like you. So. If you are interested in that, I want you to come onto my Instagram, DM me, um, look in the link below this, and you will be able to sign up. Um, You can email me if you have questions, and I hope that I will see you on March 11th.